welcome, 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 one and all, to the ninth episode of the Fundamentally Sound Podcast. Today we're joined by Mr. Dwayne White, Mr. White, Nicholas's dad, the one and only Coach White back in the day. How are you, sir? Doing good. How about you? Good, good. You want to give a little introduction to yourself? Yeah, well, I guess you all know that I'm Nicholas' dad, and I just want to tell you guys that it's a pleasure for me to be on with you guys. Uh before you guys hit New York City on first take. Yes, sir. I, I get to say that I was the first one to be on your guys' show, you know. I hear it. I hear it. All right. Well, we love to have we'll you. Soon. We'll be there soon. Don't worry. Uh, this was in the in the making for a little while, you know, uh, and we're glad to finally have you on, for sure. Um, today is the fantasy football episode, uh, given the fact that this Friday, this Friday, everybody who's listening right now, this Friday we are drafting for our first ever Dynasty League. Make sure to tune in to the Fundamental Friday uh, live stream. And uh, we're going to try to have like a whole live draft set up, maybe get everybody in the Zoom call or try to get as much people as we can in the Zoom call. And as they make their pick, we'll add them to the stream. They can make their pick. We'll take them off the stream. It'll just be me and Nick. Uh, and, you know, we'll go from there. And uh, I think it'll if everything works out right, it'll be a great experience, in my opinion. But uh, also today... We're going to be doing start, bench, cut, just like normal, every other episode. Uh, fantasy rankings, we're going to be giving our top five quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. And then top three sleepers and busts, and top five rookies. No news today. We're jumping right into it. But uh, first, gentlemen, we got to start, bench, cut. Philip Lindsay, Austin Eckler, and Carryon Johnson. Middle of the pack running backs. This isn't for fantasy purposes because two of them are kind of handcuffed now, and I think one of them stands out above the other one. But this is – who do you like the best and who do you like the worst? Nick, you want to start out? Yeah, I'll start out. Um, so <clears throat> pretty simple here for me, at least. Um, I'm going to cut on Johnson. Uh, I know he's had good games over the past couple of seasons. Um, his injury obviously held him back last year, so we didn't get to see his full, him at full capacity. Um, but I think the other two thrive in the passing game just a little bit more, especially Austin Eckler. I mean, that's where his volume really depends on is pass catching. Like two or three games last year. Exactly. And he depend like Austin Eckler, he he showed us something that none of us thought was gonna happen. Without Melvin Gordon, he's proved to be a, a number one running back. Um so I'm gonna actually bench him and I'm going to start Phil Lindsay. It is bold, I know. I feel like Phil Lindsay was handcuffed last year by Royce Freeman. I think we all can agree upon that right. because he had a outstanding rookie year. Um, I think he hits holes harder. I think he is out of the three, the best runner, like sole running when it comes to running back position. Um, and I just, I, I like him overall as far as a two dimensional back being that in the passing game and in the running game. So once again, I'm going to start Philip Lindsay bench, Austin Eckler, and I'm cutting carry on Johnson. <laughs> all right. Perfect. Mr. White. All right, I'm going to disagree with uh, Nicholas on that. I think Lindsey needs to be bench. And the main reason why he needs to be bench is because we got Mr. Mel Gordon is coming to town. And I think with Gordon coming to town, that's going to become a what you call a dual running back system. And for a dual running back system, that's not good at all because that means Lindsey is going to have to take, the, take a seat back because I see Gordon want to establish himself now. He's He's been – uh, right. quote unquote underrated for uh, for a year or two now, especially what happened last year where he got, let's just say he got embarrassed. He had to come back. He thought he was going to get a big, <laughs> right, yeah. a big payday. He didn't get it. And he ended up having to come begging back to uh, San Diego on his hands and knees to take me back so I can get some kind of money out of the season. So I think because of uh, Gordon coming, I think uh, Lindsay is going to be uh, taking a back door. He's on my bench. And I'm going to start Austin. Uh, I think uh, I like him. I think that uh, he he almost got had a thousand yards last season, uh, 92 rushes, had eight TDs, and I think that he's going to explode this year with Gordon gone now. I think he's a, he's just so he's the man now. He's a solo man, and I think with that aspect of it, I think that he's going to take off. All right, all right, all right. Now, do you do you think he becomes a better? Do you think he establishes himself as more of a runner this year? Because you know, Ty, they got Tyrod now. Uh, they have. I don't think they have any intentions of starting Justin Herbert first year, but they have Tyrod Taylor, mobile quarterback. Do y'all think that he establishes 
himself more as a runner this year, or do you think he stays as that kind of like hybrid mainly? I think he needs to stay as a hybrid because uh, he can catch passes out the backfield. That's going to help the quarterback a lot for him to establish himself as a receiving running back. And I think he needs to stay like that because I think he gets more yard, believe it or not, as a receiver than he does as a straight up, up, uh, you know, uh, in the backfield. Because uh, he's he's not that – he's kind of light for the running back. And I think all those uh, carries are going to eventually wear him down at the end of the season. Okay, I got you. And, and, and you're benching Carryon Johnson, correct? Carryon who? Carryon Johnson. Yeah, that's what I said. Carryon who? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to uh, agree with with Mr. White here. I think I'm going to start Melvin or start Melvin or Austin Eckler, uh, because of just the fact that I think that this year with you know he was like. Handicap or handicap in terms of his production last year because of Melvin Gordon. I think that he was on base for a great year. He was a top three uh, fantasy running back um, for a reason because he just was producing like crazy. And I think that he's going to make, you know, more of a leap this year. So I definitely got to give it a start to him. I'm definitely giving the bench to Philip Lindsay because like Nick said, best running back in my opinion out of everybody uh, on this list. And I just think that that rookie year was not a fluke. It shouldn't have been a fluke because last year they kind of just – God, they robbed that man. I hate the fact that Royce Freeman was so involved. I just hate it. I just hate it. For no, for no reason. Like, for no reason. That, like, he didn't do anything. He didn't, he didn't prove to be a, a number two running back or a, a running back that takes downs away from Phil Lindsay. Where did that come from? Where, where, right. Like, where why get- all of a sudden are you just switching the, the game plan? Just with pull, like full 180. And I, as much as I hate to say, because I, I love Carry On Johnson, I have no. to, I have to cut him. But and that's for obvious reasons. Just injury prone, he didn't flash the explosiveness that he did in his rookie year uh, last year. But, but, but he is still very much on my board in terms of who I want to have because I think that he can be capable of beating out DeAndre Swift uh, in terms of our fantasy draft coming on this this weekend. He's on the board because I think that he has the skill to beat DeAndre Swift. He doesn't have the athleticism, but he has the skill in terms of being a runner to beat DeAndre Swift, and I think that he can do it. So I think that if he's there late round, I think I could pull. But anyway, all right, jumping straight into it. Wait, wait, wait. You want to talk about Andy Cohen? Oh, right. Yes. Sorry about that. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Okay. First off, Mr. White, who are, who's your team here? Who's your football team? Cowboys. Yeah, of course. Of course it is. The star. America's team. Oh, America's team. We them boys. Oh, my goodness. I see where your son gets it from. Oh, goodness. Okay, so what did you think about Andy Dalton to the Cowboys? Well, uh, here's my thought about it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to uh, Jerry Jones here. I think that uh, Andy is a good – regular season quarterback. He's the all-time leader in completions, touchdowns, passer rating, and and uh, 300 yards per uh, per game in Cincinnati. However, postseason, he's, he's been to the postseason too. Yeah, he's been, what, five straight times? Five straight times. But he's days. the anti-Brady. One touchdown, six interceptions. One touchdown, six INTs. Oh, and four after week 17. Oh, and four after week 17. So I think he's a good regular season quarterback. And I think Jerry did it because of two things. I think Jerry went after him because he's finally started listening to someone, finally. And he's listening to someone because one, he's getting old. Two, he is he, he's he beginning to realize that his legacy is becoming affected. Uh, he hasn't done anything since the 90 Cowboys, the nineties. And uh, somebody could admit that. And yeah. I, 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 <laughs> it, 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 I hate to say it. I'm a fan. I'm a still, I'm a true blue fan. Uh, I will always be a Cowboy fan right to the bitter end, but he hasn't done anything since the nineties. So, I think he listened to someone that you need a good quality backup. 
you need two good quarterbacks to make a run because if anything happened to Dak, he now has a good quality quarterback to come in to run things until Dak can get back to the postseason because he definitely don't want this guy for the postseason. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, go ahead. I mean, my take on it was that it was an insurance policy, you know, like my dad was saying, basically, if that goes down, yes, we have a decent quarterback to come in. Um, But I also think it put pressure on Dak. Uh, It kind of motivated him to to not get too complacent. Um, I mean, yeah, he deserved money. Obviously, we should have paid him something. He should have taken something. But what this does now is it, it, it motivates him to work even harder, to play even harder. Now he truly has to compete. Uh, we don't know if he's going to be the starting cornerback when the uh, when the season starts. I obviously say he will be, but we don't know that. This is going to motivate him to become better. And who knows? Maybe Andy Dalton can teach him something outside of the playoffs. Outside of the playoffs. <laughs> you mean regular season? He can teach him something. He can, hopefully he can teach him something because it def- they both don't know anything about Maybe playoffs. he can teach him how to throw a pass farther than 10 yards. That's not fun. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't funny. Okay, so let me ask y'all though: Is this kind of like a like a? Could this be like a bridge burning situation? You bring in another quarterback that's been a starter for years upon years. Who's a decent quarterback? I'm not going to say a solid quarterback, a decent quarterback. Do, could you see this backfiring? Uh, well, like Nicholas said, that uh, you know, I, I think it's going to motivate Dak to know that he, he does have someone behind him now. He has mm-hmm. something behind him that that if he does throw, you know, let's say 10 interceptions by week five, that, you know, uh, the coach can look at him and say, hey, look, you know, you know, I got Andy back here. And at the same time, he's going to say, OK, yeah, you can have Andy all the way up to the postseason. Let's see where he gets you there. And then <laughs> but it, I, just like what Nick was said, you know, it's a good motivator. But, you know, I think the real reason is it just it's just an insurance policy right now. That's okay. all it is. I can understand that. I can understand that. All right. Well, let's jump into it, gentlemen. Fantasy rankings. We always started out with the guest, Mr. White. So give us your top five quarterbacks that you're looking at this year in fantasy. I'm looking at, first off, Mr. Russell Wilson. Oh. Mr. Matt Ryan. Okay. Wow, two. Yeah. Okay. Kirk Cousins, believe it or not. Oh, at three? That was in top five. Lamar Jackson. At four? Okay, well, at least you have him on there. And finally, believe it or not here, I know this is going to cause a little controversy, but uh, Josh Allen. You you don't have Pat? I do not have Patrick in there this year. I sure don't. Wow. Okay, so can you explain just real quick the Kirk Cousins? Is this this your one through five? Like you ranked Russell Wilson one? Yeah, yeah. That's and you put deal. Kirk at three. You're not delusional. Three. You're okay. not delusional. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not delusional. I okay. sure did. You have full health, right? No I, I reception to the hospital. I have taken my heart medication. Okay. I have taken okay. my heart medication. I may, I'm making sure. I'm making sure. Okay. 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 But, okay, can you explain the reasoning behind Kirk real quick? The reason behind Kirk is because of Cook. Davin Cook. I think Davin Cook. And then they went out and got this rookie who's going to be really good. Justin okay. Jefferson. Okay, right, true. They got I him to you. replace. And then uh, with him and Adam, I think now they have like a triple threat. I think it'll take most of the pressure off for Kurt because you got to understand, uh, Davin got hurt uh, for about a quarter of the season last season. And when a running back get hurt, especially early in the season, it takes him a little while to get cranked back up again. He didn't really get cranked back up again to the end of the season. So – I think that hurt Kurt. I think he had to pass more. Sure, they took off early because he was passing more. You know, he's getting the yards out to uh, uh, Diggs and all the rest of them. But and and but in the end, it caught up to him because teams were saying, you know, what we just uh we just uh, do dime packages on you. We okay, do nickel sure. defense on you, and uh, we we'll slow up that that passing game. We'll make you run, and then they ain't had no running game. So this year, you got a full. Healthy Davin Cook, he got a explosive wide receiver, and I think that he, that's that's the reason. I think his number's going to go up. I agree with you. He's got all the weapons in the world on that team, and he's got a decent. 
I'd say like definitely top half of the league O line. So I can I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from. It's just gosh. three is high. Three is high. Three guys. is very three. high. Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. All right, Nick, what about you? All right. Um, after that monstrosity of a list, father. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go five. I'm gonna go Tom Brady. You cannot mess up an offense with two of the leading receivers right. in the NFL. Four. <clears throat> I'm gonna go with. Pie, Hey, okay, all right. Listen, <laughs> I don't care. Okay. Or go with Kyler Murray. I think Ooh, DeAndre Hopkins is 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 the answer to to his problem. He didn't have a number one receiver. Okay. Um, three. I'm gonna go Dak because why not? I mean, you have there we Amar, go. Michael Gallup, and now you have CD along with Zeke. You cannot mess this up. This okay, is well. He's had this history of basically messing it up. I mean, <laughs> he didn't mess it up last year. He put up good numbers. Okay. And then obviously the last two, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson's, don't need to go into that. Um, but yeah, do y'all have any contributions with that? I don't have any. I really don't. I can see where you're coming from. And I like the, the bold prediction in Kyler. So, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Going. Nah. Yeah. Mr. White, you got anything? Uh, to what Nicholas said? Yeah. No, no, I sure don't. I, I, I like yeah. it. Uh, it's, it's sound. Except it's for the sound. Tom Brady. Uh, you know, it's going to be hard for him going out there with crutches on. I mean, with um, yeah. with Walker on. You can't yeah. bring your Walker out on the field. So, be, <laughs> that's the All only right. thing. So, then you ain't going to like this. All right. So, five, I have the comeback story. Or the, the comeback story in terms of quarterbacks. He's getting back into the top five in terms of fantasy production. It's going to be Matt Ryan. No doubts about it. He's kind of been lagging these last mm-hmm. two years. But before that, he was number two in, uh, in fantasy at the quarterback position. I think he gets back there this year. I completely agree with Nick. You can't mess this up. Tom Brady, explosive offense at four, right? Yep. Yep. I don't think y'all understand that this man, Drew Brees, is still in the league because he's at my three because he will always be top three because this man drew is Mr. Reliable, except for, you know, the, the thumb. Yeah. That's not a reliable, but anyway, um, two Pat Mahomes, one Lamar Jackson. Once again, not debatable with the one in two spots, but overall, I thought it was a pretty good list. Any, anything, nothing about question. I have a question. <clears throat> this is for actually, this is a question for myself and for you, Austin. Why don't we have Russell Wilson? Man? That's a great question. That is a great question. Whenever he said that, I was like, "Yeah, that's a that's a great point." Like, and I I said it when he when he he said the name. I was like, "He's Mister Consistent. You you can never lose with a Russell Wilson." Like that pick in like the seventh round of a draft, you won on that. <laughs> so yeah. it's like I, I mean, this year. I I mean, he's gonna be consistent, and he's always gonna be consistent. I mean, there's no doubt about. It. He's always gonna give you. The numbers, but I mean, the five I had above him, I just think are going to be like in the spectacular category. That's why I didn't. Right. And that's what that's what I, I think that, you know, Russell definitely gives you that a great base, like 24 yeah. points. But I don't think that he has the like the 35, 40 point games in him, like Pat, Lamar, Matt, Dak. Drew Brees, you know, Dak. Okay, whatever. Dak. <laughs> but Kirk. yeah, so. I just think, yeah, he's great. He's a great, reliable quarterback. It's just, yeah, I just, I don't think, whenever you look at top five, I just don't think reliable quarterbacks make it to top five. I think spectacular quarterbacks make it to top five. But anyway, all right, moving on to running back real quick. Nick, we'll start off with you. Uh, who's your top five? This is easy. This is, I think this is a very easy list. So help um, me. So help me, God, if you have Zeke at one, I'm going to go ballistic. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, five is actually kind of a shocker. Maybe. I don't know if it's a shocker. I'm going to go with Nick Chubb. I know Kareem Hunt is there. I just think that this year they're going to wake up and realize that Nick Chubb is the better running back okay. and feed him. Right. Um, four, I'm going to have to go with Derrick Henry because, um, well, they realize that in order to win games, they're going to need him. I don't care if they stack the box because they you can't stack the box against a grown man. A 6-2 just – Beast. I don't know yeah. what to say. Just <laughs> yeah, he's, he's unstoppable. Three, Saquon. No need to explain there. He's the only source of offense. Um, and they got a left tackle for a reason. Two, Christian McCaffrey. 
Um, I think, I think, I think Christian McCaffrey has not an off year, but I think he has a decrease in performance because of Teddy Bridgewater. I think I, I can see it. And with the new head coach and the new system, I think he goes downhill. And then number one, number two, one, Ezekiel Elliott, boy. Gosh, I hate you. I hate you. (laughs) No, that goes. I hate you. I hate you. I just – the only thing I have to argue is just the Zeke. It's just – and you didn't have Alvin Kamara in there, which was just equally as shocking. But yeah. anyway, all right. <laughs> Mr. White, what you got? I got number five. I got uh, Fournette. I think that Fournette is going to be motivated that he's need a paycheck next year. Next year he won't have a paycheck unless he does something this year. So I think he's number five. Great I think story. after I like that, it. Davin Cook, number four. I like my man Zeke, number three. Okay, you have a brain. Thank you. Keep going. Yes. Todd Gurley, number two. Ooh. Oh. And I got number one, Mr. Nick Chubb. Oh, no CMC? Wow, no Chris McCaffrey. No Christian? I, I, it's, that's all it is, just Christian. I mean, I mean – who else going to step up in uh, Carolina? I think I think this year all the defense is going to say, okay, you know what? Everybody else on that team, including the offensive line, will score a touchdown except for Christian. He is not scoring on us this year. That's what I think everybody else is going to say. I think wow. they're going to put their focus on not letting him score this year. So you they, think he drops those, that much to, to go out of the top five? Drop. I think he's going to drop. Well, also the high carries he had last year. He's 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 gonna yeah. Dustin's gonna go down right, this year. Right. That's, yeah, for sure. They they has to unless they want to work this guy to the ground. Which is, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. And you know, yeah. I, I can agree with the with the decrease in production. And I can agree with you know, new system, new head coach, new quarterback, etc. But I just can't refrain from putting him at my number one spot. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I have him at my number one spot. And we also got this Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley at two? Hey, look, I'm saying right now he was my honorable mention because I thought he could be six ahead of Nick Chubb because I don't have Nick Chubb in my top five. But it's literally going to be the comeback story of the year, without a doubt. This hmm. man, Todd, is going to be on a mission, and he's going back home. Nothing like mama's home cooking to turn a season around. Yeah. Yes, I agree with you on that. So, <laughs> so with that being said, like I said, honorable mention definitely goes to Todd. I will agree with that 100%. Number five, I have Zeke, like a normal human being. He is literally Mr. – like I called him last year, he is Mr. 10 points minimum. He will always get you 10 points, whether he has to go 30 yards and – or my fault, 40 yards in the touchdown, or he has to get 100 yards with no touchdowns. He's going to get you 10 points regardless of what happens. I traded for him last year for a reason. Regardless. Four, Alvin Kamara, another comeback year. And he has Drew for a full season, which always helps. So, that's yeah. going to happen. Saquon at three. Uh, Mr. Thunder dies himself. You oh, you got to have him. You just got to have him. If you're in a dynasty league, you got to have him. Uh, you have to take a shot at him at, inside the top three every single year because this man is just so outrageously gifted. Yep. Number two, Derrick Henry, the mongoloid himself. That guy's huge. He's just – you can't stop him. Yeah. And I just think that with the loss of Jack Conklin, it won't matter. It won't matter because they still have Taylor Lewan on the left side. You can run it to the left side. He was only like a one-yard average, like, decrease from going going from right to left, which the right side was his best side. doesn't matter. Like I said, you still have a solid uh, offensive line. I can't put him anywhere else but two. And, like, Christian McCaffrey will win. Undoubtedly. Production will go down, but he will still be number one. He will still be king. Oh. I don't have any arguments. I mean, the Alvin Kamara thing, we could debate on that, but it's all good. I just think, once again, uh, he, he's he had a down year last year. I'll agree with that. Then again, got hurt. backups for like nine weeks. So, yeah. yeah. I guess. All right, wide receivers. Uh, I'll go ahead and start us off. Um, wide receivers going from five, Chris Godwin. I think he does better than Mike Evans. 
that's my bold prediction in terms of wide receivers. I think he does so much better than Mike Evans just because Tom Brady's always loved the slot, a.k.a. Julian Edelman, a.k.a. Wes Welker. He just always loved the slot, so I think that Chris Godwin's going to be there. DeAndre Hopkins, got Kyler, got a great offense. Yeah, four. Uh, three, Devontae Adams, a touchdown machine himself. Number two, Julio Jones, in my opinion, the most gifted wide receiver in the league right now. And then number one, Blue Hands himself, Michael Thomas, the <clears throat> king of kings in terms of wide receivers. You, you can't go wrong with that top three. I mean, it's just mismatch. Like, you can you can sit here and make arguments for it, but at the end of the day, it's like that's, if that's, I get one of them, it's I'm fine. Right. Uh, only question for you is Tyreek Hill. Nah, you know Tyreek's always either got been injured, been suspended had problems somewhere, did something that kept him from being extravagant for an entire season. Yeah, that's true. But whenever he's in, going to be great. That's all I'll say about it. Dad. But I have a question after everybody runs through. But, like I said, we'll, we'll get to that afterwards. Mr. White? Yes, I got a combination for 5-4. Uh, they can be – one can be 5, the other one can be 4, or vice versa. It's uh, right. Chris – Godwin and uh, Mike Evans. I agree with you. Oh. Tom Brady is going to have to get rid of that ball in less than a uh, second. And that <laughs> slot, that, that slot is going to be hot. Uh, there's no way in the world he can keep the ball more than two seconds or he's going to get sacked or hurt or out for the season. So uh, <laughs> them two are going to be explosive. And just think about it, his The number uh, uh, one thing that he requested in his contract uh, wasn't extra money, wasn't this, when, you know, a locker all to himself. He only wanted the telephone numbers of the receivers. That's the only thing he requested, special request they had, was the telephone numbers of the two receivers in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So you know he can call them up and say, <clears throat> hey, let's get to work now. So uh, them two are four and five. I got Juju number three. Oh, that's very bold. I but got I can see Co the upside. I got Cooper number two. Oh, here we go. Yep. And I got Julio Jones, number one. No Michael Thomas? No Michael Thomas. No Michael Thomas ah, this year. Sure no Devontae Adams. No Adams. Really no Adams this year because uh, I, I think Green Bay took a step back. They should have rebuilt that line. That line was already giving Rodgers problems. Rodgers is older now. Can't run around like he used to. And with, they did not address that offensive line during the draft as much as they should have. Or yes. get him a, you know, or a decent running back or whatnot. They did draft running back, that. but it's not a decent one. Right. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. Valid yeah. point on Devontae. But Michael Thomas, I think you're a little you're a little nuts. You're a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Devontae Adams makes a lot of sense. I mean they, they drafted a quarterback, so they clearly don't want to win games. <laughs> right. Let's yeah. let's just win six years from now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean nothing really out the ordinary. I mean I have four and five Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I'm I mean, I have Brady in top five for a reason. He's going to give him the ball. They'll be there. Uh, three, I actually have DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I'm going to pick DeAndre because I think that Deshaun Watson fed him the ball a lot. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think Kyler will rely on him a lot more, and I think that offense is fit for De DeAndre Hopkins because he has other weapons around him other than just him. He has an actual number two receiver. Um and then my two and one, I mean, I got to go with Austin here. I'm going to go two Julio. I mean, I would put him at one, but I don't know if he'll score touchdowns this year. Which he never does. I mean, maybe he'll change the narrative, but <laughs> Michael Thomas is the number one guy. So I, I got to give Michael Thomas number one, even though Julio's a better receiver. All right. So y'all both had, this is interesting because y'all both had Chris and Mike at four and five. But, and I can understand that because, you know, they can go either way. But if you're on the clock right now, who are you choosing? For four? For on the clock right uh, yeah. now? If, if, you, if you need a receiver, absolutely, and you are on the clock right now, who are you choosing? You can only get one of them two? You can get, you can get one of them two. They're the best two receivers on the board. You don't want to go anything, you know, lower than that. You want the, one of the, you want the best receiver you can possibly get. Who are y'all going right now? I'm going to go with Mike. Because Brady can throw that ball. True. He, True. he got an accurate throw. And all he needs is a big body. And Mike is a big body. He'll body anybody out in the end zone. So I'll go with Mike. Trying to go high reward? 
Like I'm going to go Mike, too. I mean, he's a big target. And we haven't seen Brady with a big target since – Randy. Randy. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he's not the same Brady, obviously. Obviously. But see what happens when he has a legit number one receiver that can go get the ball. Um, but I think Mike gets in the end zone a lot more. So I would, Oh, yeah, I would, big guy. Yes. He, he's yes. literally probably the most dangerous vertical receiver that I can sit here and say. Yeah. But, you know, leading um, – Leading into that, um, I want y'all. To, I want to know what happens to AJ Green this year. It's just that's a question for y'all. What happens to AJ Green this year? You got Joe coming back healthy. Sat out a full season. What happens to AJ Green this year? First of all, is, it, is he going to be happy? Uh, you know, contract wise. I mean, he got paid a couple of years ago, but to realize. Uh, you know, what's going on around him. It, I don't really mean contract wise. I mean, happy win wise. It's, does he wants to be on a team, motivated to be on a team that, that absolutely look like they're going into rebuild mode. I mean, is his motivation going to be there? So if his motivation is not going to be there because he senses they're in rebuild mode, then no, AJ Green is going to be the worst pick you can get because uh, he's going to be wanting to look to get out of there. Get me out of here now. I do not want to go uh, to and and 15 or one and 16 i, I want to get out here am i wrong did he, did he ask for a trade last year he did yeah no he, he did. did so let me ask you something if you if you have a let's just say back into the draft nobody's taking him are you taking a flyer on him you're just gonna hey why Wait, not type of pick? i need a number two receiver no, no 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 not a number two like say you got your one you got your two you may or may not have a three but A.J. Green sitting there, you know his potential, you know what he can do, and say it's like in round like fifth, no, like 12. It's like round 12. Are you taking I mean, a – If he's there that deep, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snag him. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to disagree with my dad on this. I, I think with Joe, a, a quarterback that threw for 60 touchdowns in, in, in the NCAA, like I just – he, Dalton was good in the regular season. He was great. He showed that he could throw the ball to A.J. Green. I just think that Joe is a better quarterback. And I think that with this whole rebuild mode, I think, yes, they're going to want to keep A.J. They're going to need a number one receiver for Joe. They're going to have to give him a target to throw to. So I think they're going to center the offense around both of them. And I think it's going to work. Will I take him as a number two? Probably not. But, yes, if he's there that deep, I'm snacking him. I'm not getting him at all. I I, I just don't think. I, first of all, I, I never did see how, when he come back from injury. I, I haven't seen him yet back. He never did come back. It's he was practicing was, late in the year. He was practicing late in the year. Um, his ankle swelled up the first, like, couple practices, so he sat out a couple practices, and then he was practicing by, like, week 16 and week 17 again. That was about it. That's all you saw. And, yeah, and that was it. Uh, I, I, I Like I say, I just got to see uh, – what the team does from now, uh, what, is he going to be motivated? That's, that's the only question I got. Yes, he's a talented – he is a top-five receiver uh, with, with a good quarterback. He is, without a doubt, a top-five receiver, say uh, hands down. But is the motivation factor going to be there to know that they got, they're got they going to have bumps in the road? I mean, uh, what, how many years have he been in the lead now? What, nine, ten? Something like Anybody that. Nine know? sounds about right. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's, it's – is, is, that is, is he going to yeah. say that, hey, I'm on the back end of my career now. I don't want to sit here and re- on a rebuilding team. So that's that's the only thing I got. Talent-wise, yes, he got it. But motivation-wise, you know, is, does he really want to go out of it on a rebuilding team? I hear you. I hear you completely. I think he's going to be a seven years. Seven years? Okay. Seven years? Yeah, he's, he's definitely on the back end with injuries. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, without a doubt. Um, I think, uh, low, I think he's, he's going to be like a low high wide receiver too. So that's probably all I can give him, uh, with a rookie quarterback, uh, with flashes into wide receiver one territory as Joe continues to grow, but that's all I can give him. Uh, I like, I, I agree with Nick. I'd take him if it was like the 12th round. I already had two solid receivers, but with that said, we're going to take a quick break real quick. Um, we're going to come back with tight end, sleepers and bus, and uh, top five rookies. So give us a second. Be right back. All right, and we are back. Second round. 
Coming in hot. We're going to start off with tight ends. Gentlemen, Nick, you want to lead us off? The tight ends? Yep, tight ends. Top five. Top five tight ends. This is pretty self-explanatory, honestly. I mean, there's only like five. (laughs) 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 I was thinking about shrinking into top three, to be honest with you, but then I was like, there's really only three superstars. Yeah. I mean, five, I'm going to go with – this is probably the shocker. Uh, I mean, everybody's four, I think, is going to be the same, but I, I don't. this is my fifth one. Um, TJ Hawkinson, I think he oh. – they drafted him in the first round for a reason. I mean, they got to let him go. Like, let him fly. We have two – Hurst. We have two-headed running back now with Swift and carry on, and then Galladay on the outside. I think they will be fine. And Marvin Jones. And Marvin Jones. Marvin. I, I think Hawkinson shows us why he was a first-round pick this year. So he's my five, four. I'm going with Mark Andrews. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, he's the, I mean, he's, he's, my pick of the year last year. I was so proud about that pick, to be honest with you. Lamar's favorite target. So self-explanatory there. Three. I'm going with Zach Ertz. I mean, he's the only consistent player on the Eagles' offense. So true. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> he's the only person on the Eagles' offense that can catch. So very, you know, very true. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, two and one. I mean, two and one. I kind of did a tight end thing last time we debated. I'm going to go with Kelsey at two and uh, Kittle at one. Uh, oh. Okay. All right, Mr. White. All right, five. I got uh, Tyler Higby. Uh, four. I can see it. I can see it. Daryl yes. Cook. I think, uh, yeah, he's, he's going to explode this year. And three, Kelsey. Four, I got Kittle, and my number one tight end is Mark Andrew. Oh, wow. I like it. I like it. I mean, Um, I I love the Andrews pick because I just love Andrews, but that's a little stretch. That's a reach. I think because uh, they run a two-tight end system. You know, that's all Lamar goes to is is the tight ends. Now, they may change up a bit this year because uh, they got figured out in the the playoffs uh, that – if you stop their tie-ins and make Lamar do absolutely everything, which he already does everything, but if he doesn't have his tie-ins to throw to, you can shut him down. And, uh, and that's the only thing that concerns me. But they run a two-tie-in system. Uh, they got this kid, uh, J, J.K. Uh, Dobbins out of Ohio State, running back. I think that's going to help uh, the offense even more and help Andrew even more because the, all the attention is going to be on the running back now. So I think that's why. I can definitely – yeah, no, for sure. I can definitely see Andrews um, definitely making the leap because he had a great year last year. I definitely think that he can break out, like progress a little bit more, break out again. I just think it's bold. I mean, putting him over the the, the, the big two. Oh, Kittle and – Kittle and Kelsey have just been on top for a little while now. I know. I know. Kelsey's your guy. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, he is. You know, and I'm really surprised. Okay, so going back to quarterbacks for just a half second – this man, Mr. White, was the guy that was like, if Patrick Mahomes is there, I'm taking him first pick of the first round. And he didn't even have Pat in his top five this year. Wow. Don't you, don't you think he'd get the Super Bowl curse or what? What a fall. No, no, that no. Was. No, I, I just think he's going to have uh, so many weapons. They went and got this uh, – help me out here – this kid, uh, this running back. Oh, uh, they drafted. Clyde. Uh, Edward yes. yes, I I love him. I like him. And Maybe I think both. with the addition of him, uh, they're going to run it a lot more this year. I think Andy is going to go by. Andy has always been a running uh, uh, offensive ju- guru in the first place. Uh, but he had Pat. And he's like, man, I got to abandon that. I got to abandon the run. I got Pat. <laughs> I got, got healed. You know, I got to abandon that. Uh, so I think yep. he's going to go back to old school. I think he's going to start running. Uh, he's going to take the pressure off of Pat because uh, defense is going to start coming at them, and they're going to come come at them with a little elbow this year. A little extra little, when he's laying on the ground. Yeah. A little knee. Yeah. A little this. So, I think they that's what uh, the defense is going to be uh, doing this year. And I think – so, therefore, Andy is going to take the pressure off of him by giving it more to the running back. So, I'm Pat's still there now. Pat's still there, and he's out there. <laughs> I'm taking him. But at the same time, uh, no. I think he's going to take a step back. I think he, he's not going to be a super hero. He's just going to be 
Good. A great quarterback. Great not quarterback. a superhero great slash quarterback great player yeah. in the in the whole entire world. Right. Okay. Okay. I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. For sure. My list, uh and I may surprise some people because of the offense that number five is in. Austin Hooper. I think they paid him for a reason. I just think that, you know, if they gave him the made him the highest paid tight end, you're gonna have to use him. Baker never really had a good tight end. I think his best tight end last year was like Ricky Se- or no, yeah, Ricky Seals Jones because Njoku was uh, he's been hurt the last three years or something like that. And uh, I just think that with with Hooper in, they're gonna be looking to establish him because they paid him all that money. So I definitely think he gets volume. Uh, four, my boy, my guy, Mark Andrews, with like like I said earlier, he has the potential. To, to go up and dethrone one of these other two guys, he just has to progress a little bit. He's not like the physical monster that, that George Kittle and Travis Kelsey are. But I think Close. He, he, could, he could get there. He, yeah, he can get there. He just yeah. needs – this is his third year now. So I definitely think that he can make that leap, but he's, he's not going to get there just this year. That's why I put him at four. Number three, Zach Ertz. Nick said it to a T. Only – Solid, reliable, anything on that offense. And, uh, yeah, no, he's going to have Carson for a full year again, and I think that he can get back to that elite status. Everybody was comparing him to the other two, and then he fell off because he had a backup quarterback. I I think he gets back up into that conversation, and I I think we're going to like what we see from Zach Ertz next year. Two, George Kittle. He has Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback. That's all I need to say. The guy is not a thrower. Like, for some reason, he just didn't want to give the ball to Kittle in the first half of la- of the Super Bowl for some odd reason. I have no idea why because he's your best receiver. But whenever he actually figured it out and started throwing it to this man Kittle, you know, some things started happening a little bit. So that's why I think that George Kittle will always be handicapped by the fact that he has Jimmy G as his quarterback. And then you have the monster that is Travis Kelsey. And you, you, I slot him into my one just because – Patrick Mahomes. He has the superstar quarterback, the one that everybody wants in Dynasty League come Friday. And I promise you somebody selecting him in the first round. Mark my words. It's going to be that. It's going to be that. (laughs) 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 No, but uh, so, yeah, Travis Kelsey, you know, him and him and George have always – you can flip-flop into two and you won't be mad at who you got. No, I picked Gronk. Oh, you know, I honestly forgot about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> that man has uh, majored in parties and uh, alcoholic beverages these past two years. So, yeah, no, I think I'll pass. I think I'm going to have to agree. I just think there's too many weapons there. There's too many mouths to feed. I think he's good. Yeah. I'm concerned with his weight, too. He lost like 100 pounds. So, I think, I think he, need, he needs he lost that 20. weight. He lost 20 because of WWE. Yeah, so he needs that weight back for the NFL. I think he's too light. Right, I completely agree with you. No, but I if if he does get that back and he does flash, like, little glimpses, because, you know, to be top five tight end, it doesn't really take a whole lot. I think yeah. he can maybe crack that tight end top five if he just flashes just a little bit of what he did back in New England. Yeah, yeah, cause he don't have to run as fast no more. He just got to do, like, uh, our, our boy from Dallas, you know, just catch the ball and drop down to the ground. Oh, Jason Witten. Jay Witt, baby. Hey, Jason Witt went to the Raiders run. now. Yeah, I got catch. Blake now. Yeah, yeah. Jarwin. Or, yeah, Jarwin? No, Jar- yeah, Jarwin Blake. No. Is it Jarwin? No, Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. and he showed potential. I actually like Blake Jarwin. I actually do. Just, you yeah. know, I'm not a complete Cowboys hater, all right? I like some of the things on that offense. He's a good run. But uh, anyway, all right, sleepers and busts. We only do top three sleepers and top three busts. Make it quick and easy. Uh, I'll start us off. Um, my first one, maybe kind of too early to tell. Hayden Hurst got traded from the Ravens, went over to the Falcons, and we know what they turned Austin Hooper into. I think his future is kind of bright in Atlanta. Um, I like y'all's boys over there in Georgia this year. And, uh, you know, Hayden Hurst, first-round talent. There's a reason why they drafted him in the first round. But I really actually don't know the reason. But there's a reason why they drafted him in the first round because they saw something. But uh, Mark Andrews dethroned him, and 
you know, Hayden Hurst actually didn't do that bad last year as the number two. Like, like Winston Rice said, he they they were in a dual tight end system, and he flashed like glimpses here and there uh, towards the middle of the season, but he just couldn't get past Mark Andrews. Uh, Robert Woods, Mister Underappreciated. That's a good one. Yeah, and see, nobody likes Robert Woods for some reason. I don't know why. I promise you, he slips in our draft, and whoever gets him as a wide receiver too, they're gonna be very happy. Number three, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. He's not really a sleeper, but at the same time, he is a sleeper. He's got a quarterback this year. He's getting his wide receiver one. Joe Mixon's going to be the ultimate sleeper this year. Nobody's going to want him in the first round because he's Joe Mixon and because he's on the Bengals. But whoever gets him is going to be very happy. That's tough. That's a good one. I like it. I just don't know if he's a – you really think he's going to fall in the draft? I think so because, like, last year he wasn't extravagant. He definitely yeah. wasn't what you wanted in terms of a first-round draft pick, uh, first-round fantasy draft pick. I just think that he's going to kind of slip a little bit, maybe to like the middle of the second, yeah. where I, I would be happy to get him if he was there. Just I saying. I Don't let that. him slip. I will scoop him. All right, Mr. White, go ahead. Uh, my sleepers. Uh, the first number one sleeper I got, believe it or not, and I know you guys are probably going to be saying, well, why is he a sleeper? It's uh, Mr. Matt Ryan. I think he's going to be a slipper, uh, sleeper. And I think everybody's going to say, hey, you know, Matt is the type of guy that you, you know, you go ahead and you touch him with your fingernails, he's going to fall down, which he does. You know, he's, on, he's not mobility. He's, he doesn't get run well. Uh, he doesn't really stay in the pocket that well either. He's going to fall down. But the difference is this year he got a running game this year and a most importantly a blocking running back. Todd Gurley know how to block. He knows how to block, and that that, that that's gonna be like an extra lineman for Matt. Give him a little extra time so he can get the ball to Julio and uh, Calvin. They, Calvin's gonna have an excellent year this year. He's really gonna catch a lot more balls this year, and uh, he's gonna be in, uh, definitely. Uh, on target for a, a an outstanding season. But I think Matt Ryan is going to really catch on fire this year if, and I'm going to put the word if out there, if uh, we have the Todd Gurley of two years ago. If we have the Todd Gurley of two years ago. Because Todd Gurley can also be a running. He's an excellent running, uh, right. receiving uh, running back. And if he does that too, Matt can just dump it off to him. He has, he has less time. He has uh, more time. And less time, if he run out of time, he can get to Gurley to go down the field with. So. True, very true. Uh, Chris Godwin, that's another sleeper. A lot of people not because of Brady. Now I got, I know I got him in my top five receivers, but he also was a sleeper last year. He was a sleeper last year. I had him for oh, a little sure. bit uh, two years oh, yes. ago. Yeah, no, he was a sleeper. He caught me on fire. He he helped me out because my number one receiver went down, and he came in and helped me out for three weeks. Who'd you have again? What's that? Who's your, who's your number one receiver last year? No, last year I had uh, uh, New Orleans for number one receiver last year, Michael Thompson. Yeah. I'm talking about two years ago I had uh, Goodwin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, I had Thomas last year. I did. I, I really enjoyed him. He was a good <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. Number one. Wait, 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 wait. Have you won our league? Haven't you, like, gotten close to winning our league one time? Yes. Oh, you won it. I won it. Yep, won it. Yeah, uh, won champions it. high five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where you at, Nick? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what did you finish last year? Like fifth? Watch your mouth. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Finish up. Three? Yeah, you uh, the bus. I got the uh, – I'm sorry about this. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I thought I, – I, I didn't hear you last one. Did you do three? I did three. Godwin. Godwin. Uh, Joe Mixon's my bus. I'm uh, sorry. Oh, oh. No, no, no. Who's your Who's your last sleeper? Who's your last sleeper? Oh, I didn't do my last sleeper? No. Yeah, Matt. Uh, Godwin. Uh, Godwin. Who's your third one? Do you have a third one? Oh, oh, believe it or not, it was uh, Austin. Austin Eckler. I got him as a sleeper. I think he's going to do good this year. I yeah. can definitely see that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. going to be a – he's definitely a sleeper this year. He almost had a thousand yards last year. He had nine. Almost did yards. exactly. Eight yeah. touchdowns. He would have got a lot more. They didn't do the share there, but they're gonna. He's gonna open up this year. They did my man dirty. They definitely did. They did. They did. Nicholas, uh, my sleepers. 
All right, TJ Hawkinson. I already explained that to you guys. Okay. He's going to be a good one. Okay. Number two, Austin, you're going to like this one. Preston Williams. Yes, sir. I actually love that pick. Yes. I, I think he's going to establish himself as a number two. Solid um, number two. I think Devontae, so. Devontae's a dog, and we all know that. We saw that last year. Devontae Parker. stayed healthy. Yeah. Finally stayed healthy, but I think – I think the load is going to have to decrease off of him. I think Preston takes that load as a number two. So I'm going to go Preston Williams. My number one comeback story, actually, um, Darius Geis for the Washington Redskins. I don't oh, okay. forgot about him. Yeah, I, I forgot about him, him too. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I do. I think he I tells me to have a seat. I got this. Yeah, well, he had, like, one pretty good, like, game last year, right, whenever he was actually finally healthy. Yeah, yeah. Two yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, he, he showed promise. He showed – He did. If he, he stays healthy. Them knees. Them knees. Definitely got to stay yeah. healthy. Okay, I like that. I like that. All right, Mr. White. Bus, now you can get into it. Eager Beaver. Okay. I think somebody put uh, Joe Mitson, right, for their sleeper. Yeah. That OGB. I got him for my bus. Oh, my goodness. I got him for my bus. I'm sorry. Once again, it's a rookie quarterback. Right. Uh, uh, Joe is back it's there in the backfield. It's always a game. I, 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 Joe is going to get flustered for a couple while. You know, this is the NFL. This ain't this is the NCAA. Uh, it's going to get flustered. Uh, Joe is going to take the brunt of the, the, the carries, yes. But at the same time, defense is going to know that. They're going to know that quarterback is going to hand that ball off often until he gets comfortable. And guess what? They're going to they gonna load up the box. They're going to be ready for Joe. And they're going to say, Joe, hey. Not today, buddy. I'm sorry. Not today. So that's I can why. See it. Like I said, it's a, it's, a, it's a rookie quarterback. So it's 50-50. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. Exactly. And then I got uh, Derrick Herring. I got Derrick Herring. As a, I think he's not going to do as well this year uh, because of a guy I know you guys were not even thought of, but it's called uh, uh, Campbell, Earl Campbell. He used to play for the Houston Oilers. He reminds yeah. me of Texas. Derrick Herring. UT, baby. And – because uh, Houston, the Oilers ran him to death like they did Derrick Henry. He was out in like four or five seasons. I think that's the same thing that's going to happen here. I think he had too many carries last year. I think he's too much of a low for him. He's too big of a guy. And I think uh, injury is going to finally catch up to him. So that's why I got him as a bust this year. And uh, and then my number one thing uh, is going to be Gronk. I know everybody's going to pick <laughs> Gronk. Everybody's going to load up on Gronk. He's going to be a number one tight end, at least number two. I guarantee minimum. you, you're right. I guarantee he's you. he's too light. He's too light. He's going to come in, and somebody <laughs> safety is going to light him up. And he's going to be like, WWE, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not cut out for this anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, I can see – and now that you see it, you know, um, Derrick Henry actually has a really good comparison to Earl Campbell. They kind of have that same run-through ability mentality. Yeah. I can see yeah. that. I can see it. I yeah. can see Earl will just straight up and down. He right. just, it was no move, no cutting, no nothing. Hey, you're in my way. I'm going to run you down and right. get to the goal line. Right. Nick? My top three busts are kind of self-explanatory, I would say. Um, my third is actually Mark Ingram. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to come in and prove he is the guy. First year? I Mark Ingram had a good year last year. He did. He did, I, I, which is why I don't understand why they drafted Dobbins. Yeah. I, and I gave yeah. you that so much flack because I said Mark couldn't be a number one. But you know what? And I think I guess it's gonna... that wiseness, that age showing off there, huh? I guess what well, that, that age, that Tom Brady age. That is. <laughs> the Tom Brady age. You still look young. You still look young. Hey, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. You all right? Uh, number two. <laughs> what a son. What a son. Uh, number two, Ty. All right. I think Ty is going to have a bus year because of Philip Rivers. Because Philip Rivers is Jameis Winston's senior. I think he throws to the team more than he throws to his own team. T.Y. Hilton will not be a good player for that. <laughs> ah, your mom is upset with you about now. No, yeah. Rivers is a quarterback. Well, you know, Philip Rivers has when he plays. Yeah. Um, and then my number one, <laughs> my number one uh, bus is actually going to be Le'Veon Bell. Um, I think he is going to go high this year because um, I'm thinking about going to happen. Because of his name. But right. I think I think that Jets offense really believes in Sam Darnold. And I think 
with the addition of Mims coming in from Baylor, mm-hmm. I think Le'Veon takes a decrease in work in the workload this year. So I'm gonna go my number one bust, Le'Veon Bell. I love it. it. Yeah, it's very it. possible. It's very yeah. possible. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So my third, uh, number three for bus, um, just because I have a hunch. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I have a very big hunch that this man, Stephon Diggs, is going to regress almost severely. Wow. Yeah, I don't believe the hype. I don't know why. It's just not – you know, whenever they traded him, I was like, they got a number one receiver, but then I'm just like, it just didn't sit right. You know what I mean? I just got a hunch. It's a hunch. Uh, I can't back it up with stats for the first time probably ever that I've ever said that. But I just have a I have a hunch. Number two, Evan Ingram. Never uh-huh. liked Evan Ingram. I have not. Yeah. I drafted him his first year in the league. He did me dirty, and I've just hated him ever since. And I will not ever be drafting him because he's just so overrated. Talent, like talent-wise, he's, he's there. He's there. Yeah. He's very much there. Yeah. It's just – Oh my gosh! That's just everybody expects him to be a top five or tight end every year, and he just completely just demolishes that theory every single yeah. year. Yeah. Now, my number one, he's going to be a bust because of how high he's he will be selected. He will be probably a top four running back selected off the board. Aaron Jones. Ooh, I'm not saying wow. that he's going to be a bad player, but I'm going wow. to say he will be a bust being selected probably top I'd say like top six in the draft you think he's going top six I think so yeah no because people see the like I don't here let me just while we're doing that let me just uh, bring up some stats real quick he That's had great. I believe the most touchdowns out of any running back last year he had four on y'all. I don't know if y'all remember that, but he had four on. Oh y'all. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, yes. I bet. Yeah, I bet y'all do. I bet y'all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sixteen touchdowns. He had a thousand yards on sixteen touchdowns. He was the third best running back last year in fantasy. No way, no way that he absolutely gets sixteen touchdowns again. That was an outstanding year touchdown wise. So now they have three running backs. <laughs> exactly. So. I think with that said, he will be selected in the top six uh, of the first round by somebody that is, like I said, gauging it off of last year because he was number three. And they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to take him. And then whenever he actually should be a second round running back pick, and they're going to get burned because they're going to get a running back two and not the running back one they wanted. So that's my bus. All right. So finishing – up the uh, the the show, our top five rookies. This is uh, this is my favorite, I think, because I just like well, a lot of the rookies coming in. Uh, it's so, a good class. Yeah, Very- it's a pretty good offensive class, in my opinion. So, uh, Mr. White, let's let's start off with you to end it off. You're the guest. Well, I didn't have no uh, I didn't have no top five rookies. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I came up short on that. Only thing I had was uh, I had CD Lamb as my number one. And I like Ruggs as my number two. I like him, and I like uh, Lamb. I think Lamb is going to come in and, and really uh, solidify the, the, the slot receiver on the Cowboys. I think uh, Dak is going to feast off him because uh, everybody's going to be uh, getting their attention uh, to the uh, other receiver that they got there. And, and I think that Dak is going to really uh, explore what Lamb can do. Because Lamb can come off the uh, line, and in that slot, he can take off and just be an awesome thing. And Cooper is going to really just take all the attention off for everything for right now. Now, the only thing they got to do is it's going to hurt Lamb is all the attention that you get in Dallas. When you go to the star, you get star treatment. And everybody's going to go there and they're going to say, oh, Lamb, oh, Lamb. They already gave him number 88. I disagree with that. I- Why did they get him number 88? And he has not done anything yet. Yes. And all it yes. does is put a target on his back. Yes. That's all it does. Yes. So they shouldn't yes. have done yes. that. They should not have done that. I agree with that. But uh, if uh, he Whoever comes does. out and do what he did, I, I think uh, Lamb is going to be an outstanding uh, rookie. Whatever matchup they have each week, you know their defensive game plan for the cornerback position. Whoever is matched up on him, they're yelling in his ear like, he doesn't touch the ball. He will not touch the ball this game. Yeah. Right. Right. 
And you know, but I mean, you can't argue the fact that debatably he was the number one receiver in the draft. He was definitely the number one slot receiver in the draft. He definitely addresses a need that y'all need, and we know how Cole Beasley thrived in that position, aka ten targets. He may not, he doesn't have the explosiveness uh, after the catch that CD does, and that's where I'm kind of excited for because, like I said, the volume was there whenever y'all had a good slot receiver, not named Randall Cobb, who was 95 years old. Right. But yeah, yeah, and so whenever y'all actually have a young, good slot receiver, aka Cole Beasley, he was fed the ball. He was a, he was good for seven yards, but CD will be good for more because of how explosive he is after the catch. Yes. So I can understand yeah. that. I can understand that. Yeah. And you run after the catch, not like uh, our our old tie end that we had who would just lay there. Gramps. Yep. Yes. The NFL analyst. Thank <laughs> <laughs> right. who you got. Number five, uh, I'm going to have to go with a quarterback, but it's not going to be Burrow. I'm oh, gonna, okay. I'm going to go with Tua. I think Tua comes in week three. Okay. I think he thrives. I'm not saying he's going to be a great quarterback compared to everybody else. He right. is going to be a solid top ten quarterback when it comes down to top Top 10, are my words. God, I hope you're right. Um, Gosh, I, yeah. I hope you're right. Gosh, I, oh, I hope you're right. He was, he, he's, he's a doggy. I don't even need to go any further on that. Number four, I got Denzel Mims. I think he is a very underrated rookie receiver. Um, and he went – Where'd he there, go again? Uh, the Jets. Ooh. And like I said, I think Sam – Oh, okay. I think Sam Darnold – I think yeah. Sam Darnold is not a bum. I think he is a decent quarterback who just needs a receiver. Right, true. Yeah, I'll agree with that, yeah. Three, I'm going to go with actually Jonathan Taylor. I think Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. I think he's going to beat out Marlon. Yeah, I think he beats out Marlon. And I think they understand Rivers is not the answer. Give the ball to your running back. Um, Number two, I got to go with my guy, CeeDee Lamb. Like you guys said, he's going to thrive in that slot position. I respect Um, the two spot. Number one, we talked about it earlier. Uh, It's got to be Clyde. It's got to be Clyde. Um, The boys learning. Kansas City off. Offense thrive around a good running back. Andy Reid thrives with a good running back. He yes. is he is the answer True. to that. Yes. Softest hands in the draft, best mm-hmm. receiver in the draft, and can still run through a wall. He's a big dude, but he's small. But he still he plays big. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he does. He does. I will come out and say first and foremost. I agree with the Clyde Edwards-Alaire at number one, and I agree with C.D. Lamb at two. I think undoubtedly they're one and two. Clyde's growing into a great situation, and any running back who was selected here, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Clyde, they were going to thrive in the system regardless because it's the Chiefs and it's Andy Reid, offensive guru. Number three, Joe Burrow. I think he thrives. He has t- – uh, yeah, not, not Taj Boyd. Who is it? <laughs> Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, A.J. Green. I think he's got the weapons. He just needs to – oh, that line just needs a hold. Line just needs a hold. That's why. That's what I'm banking on. I think, yeah, he – and I'm going to take the this pick from Nick. I don't think two was coming in and doing all that, but I would love for him to do that. But I think we ride with Fitzpatrick uh, for the majority of the season. Tua comes in the last few games whenever we don't make the playoffs. And but Joe Burrow will be top ten this year. That's my bold prediction. He has offensive weapons for days, and I think that he definitely will deserve to be the number one overall pick. Number four, I think, and this kind of contradicts what I said earlier at the beginning. DeAndre Swift, he's going to vulture. And like I said, I think that Carryon Johnson has the the ability as a runner to take the workload from DeAndre. But I just think that DeAndre is going to – That's in, well, this is why I said the ability. I think that DeAndre is going to kind of run away with it because he will, he will strive in the passing game. Matthew Stafford has not had a good receiving uh, running back since, I believe, Javid Best, in my opinion. Javid Best was a full package back in the day. Huh? We don't even know who that guy is anymore. <laughs> Javid Best, see, Javid Best was out of the league because he had, I believe it was a uh, concussion. No, it was concussions. Dude got like four concussions in the season and he was done. And it was sad because Javid Best was going to be really good. I'm just letting you all know. But um, 
yeah, I think that DeAndre definitely outworks him because of the receiving game, and then he's going to do just good enough in the running game to make him relevant. He's going to vulture some touchdowns from carry on, in my opinion. So, yeah. But last, Henry Ruggs III, without a doubt, will thrive because he will be – he will get the, the, the Al Davis treatment. I think that Al Davis is looking down from, from you know, the great heaven above, and he'll be like, look. Yes. I draft the uh, – my boys draft the fastest running back yes. every year, and this one's going to pay off. Yes. So, I think that they're, he's going to be a, a good running back – or good wide receiver, my fault. Good wide receiver. Yes. And uh, I think he deserves that five spot in terms of rookies. But – any last closing arguments on, on, on rookies? No, Dad. I mean, you only had two. So, do you have any guys that you just now thought of that could make it into a five? Well, you know, Swift got potential to uh, to be like a uh, Todd Gurley was. I mean, I think Swift True. has the yes. potential from Georgia to too because he can catch the ball. That that's the thing now. A running back nowadays has to be able to catch the ball out the backfield. Yep. Has to be able to catch the ball. Period. And uh, Swift can do that. And I think he can thrive uh, if they can get the ball to him. And uh, that's that's the, that's the biggest thing. But everybody else, I love you guys' picks, uh, your rookie picks. Uh, I think everybody has a chance to succeed. Uh, and, and we just watch and see what happens. I think, I think this is going to be uh, a, a memorable rookie class. I'll put it to you like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, I yeah. I mean, I just think the, the receivers will definitely be memorable. I think that uh, the quarterbacks um, – I'm kind of pulling for Jordan Love. So I think in the end, it'll be looked at as a solid uh, quarterback uh, draft. I think that defensive-wise, you had a lot of good defensive prospects. I think you're – I couldn't agree more. I think that this this class will be very, very memorable. But also, with that – what's that, up? Oh, before we end, I also think that there's going to be a lot of unhappy starters this year. Oh, true. There's gonna, I think there's going to be a good year for trades. Arion, Damian Williams, Marlon Mack. Um, I mean, who else are we missing here? Oh, I think one of the other. I don't know who. I think Amari Cooper or Michael Gallup is going to become unhappy. Um, there's going to be a lot of unhappy starters because of these rookies. I'm just I kind of had Michael Gallup as one of my sleepers for a little while, and then I was like, you know what? Let's take that out. And I put Hayden Hurst in it because I just like the position that he's in better. Michael Gallup was a sleeper last year, and that turned out to be right. So True, true, very true. But, no, all right. Well, with that said – with that being said, I think we're going to close it out here. Uh, we want to thank everybody who's listening, who everybody who made it uh, this far into the um, the podcast. We love you, plain and simple. Plain and simple. We love you, and uh, thank you for all the continued support. It's really been uh, great. We finished out our first month with an average of twelve viewers on Spotify, which honestly I never expected us to make ten. We got exactly 100 views on the dot for the first eight episodes. Comes out to around 12. And, and yeah, I thought that was a win for us. Um, last time I checked, we had 13 subscribers on YouTube after two. One of them was technically an, a test episode. So two uh, episodes. We have 13 subscribers. I love it. I like the progress. And Mr. White, we'd like to thank you for coming on. Like I said, from day one, we wanted you. And we're glad that you finally got on here. You're always welcome back. 100%. You're always welcome back. Uh, and do uh, you have any closing closing words for the people? I sure don't. Uh, you guys are doing a, a wonderful job. I love what you're doing. Continue the effort. And I just can't wait to get back to, uh, to, to live action sports because uh, yes. I actually uh, had to uh, watch uh, sign-spinning world championships on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. That was, uh, that was pretty that's interesting. Sign-spinning <laughs> world championships came on wow. Saturday. ESPN. Yeah. You know ESPN. Wow. Yeah. 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 All so, right. And with that being said, with that being said, Nick, you want to close us out? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, remember to subscribe. Uh, we'll be there on Friday with our live stream. And uh, Lonzo Ball, he's a goat. So just remember that. <laughs> and we'll see you later.